0: Hello and welcome back to the Wasted Youth Podcast. In this episode, me, Micah, and Sebastian talk about Chucky along with some random ramblings per the usual. Hope you all enjoy, sit back, relax, drink along with us in this episode of the Wasted Youth.
1: Ugly ass voice was that Uh, in the intro? IDK.
0: Ugly voice, bro. I called your voice voluptuous in the pre-show, and this is the payback I get. I see how it is. (laughs) He really did though. Like he really
2: did. (laughs) I went all
0: in with that compliment, and this is the payment I get. Fuck fuck me, I guess.
2: Nah,
1: dude. I'm I'm just anticipating you getting overwhelmed (laughs) this week, and me having to record it
2: again.
3: Little god.
2: Fucking shots fired from Micah (laughs) straight into Shotgun's
0: heart. Yeah, that's how I got my name apparently. Not because I carry a shotgun, but because that's apparently how I die.
1: (laughs) He's he's a regular Tony Stark over here. Just got shrapnel in his chest using a magnet to keep it out.
0: It's fine. Tony Stark's a real bro, so he'll he'll hook me up.
2: He's dead. Oh, he's fucking dead.
0: I'll uh spoiler alert. I'll talk to his woman then. He doesn't need it anymore, so I'm sure she'd be put up. What woman? His lady. Right? He had Spider Man.
2: Yes. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> like his son.
0: That's it. His pseudo
1: mm-hmm. his his his, no, his
0: his his pseudo his kid. He he had his woman too. She they were just off and on. It was complicated, alright
1: they were off for the past like
0: the four final movies four but...
1: movies
2: that he appeared in. She <laughs> yeah, still... she was just she I was about to say she was just non-existent. She
0: still <laughs> obviously cared though cuz she cried her eyes out when he died. So
1: Yeah. Are you talking eh of yeah, She showed she showed up in she showed up in the Endgame. Yeah. Did she really? Yeah, yeah,
0: literally. Just to cry for him. No, oh, Doctor... dude. She was
1: fucking. Wear- she was. She was wearing a fucking Iron Man suit.
0: Yeah, Doctor Strange literally. It's been a fucking grip since I've seen that. Doctor Strange literally pulled her and told her to be there because he knew Tony was gonna die. So he wanted her right, to be all there. All
2: right. All right. Oh yeah. yeah. But. Anyway, good segue into, I mean, honestly, horrible segue into tonight's uh, topic. Childhood.
1: Wait, Child wait no! Wait, sh- we have news first.
0: Sebastian, you're throwing us all around first. What's on the table for everybody tonight? Oh, Destroying yeah, okay. the itinerary. This shows I need to I was write just it up. trying to get us
2: back on track. We were fucking sidetracked as shit. Yeah, you know, it, weren't, it was a short
0: discussion. It's fine.
1: Shut. There's no track on this show. This show is off the rails all the time. True. No
0: track. We what are you drinking, the podcast?
1: What are you drinking, Sebastian?
2: I'm drinking Jack Daniels Tennessee that's, whiskey. That's so
1: boring, Dominic. What yeah, it is. Drinking? I'm a boring man. What are you drinking, Dominic? I'm a
0: bit more uh, developed in my taste. I'm drinking <laughs> okay. Woodford Reserve. I was drinking that last. Whatever. Well, obviously, (laughs) you've degenerated, my dude. I need to help you with that.
1: I have ascended to a new level, my dude. Oh, no. What is it,
0: my guy? This abomination.
2: I
1: have have ascended.
0: I don't even want to hear the concoction
2: you made this week, you gross motherfucker. I I
1: have, I have. I got today, or not today, this week, I bought some Svetka Blue Raspberry Uh Vodka. (laughs) Okay, alright. And tonight, I went to Taco Bell.
2: I and don't got, like this.
1: And got some Baja Blast.
2: I don't like you.
1: <laughs> and now I have Svetka Blue Raspberry vodka in Baja Blast. He also And it is
2: amazing. <laughs> you are a horrible human being. He also And I think you should I think you should ban you from going to Eddie Taco Bell no, ever.
0: The sad thing cheers. is for some reason he has <laughs> half cheers. For some reason he has half been a burrito soaking in it too which is kind of weird but whatever i'm not surprised at this point it's more for aesthetic purposes oh got you got you just the vibe tonight is i dig i i
2: really dig the cinnamon twist as a garnish on the glass (laughs) oh yes
1: yep Nope. you gotta you gotta gotta try it my dudes it's 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 actually pretty amazing
2: no that doesn't sound too bad i'll give that a shot
1: i was telling well, I I have it more in like a mug, but I guess you could take it as shots.
0: I thought you had it but, um, in like a tall glass.
1: Uh yes, it's a glass mug.
0: Oh, got you. Got it you. has
1: a handle, which in my mind makes it a mug.
2: Oh. Yeah, it's a mug. Mug.
1: But um but yeah, no, it's it's uh it's pretty good. Uh You're
0: what
1: was pretty I gonna good. Say? Oh. Oh. I I know I am. Spicy. I'm a genius.
0: Oh. This man's cultured. Don't, don't, don't get him This boy. man's cultured.
1: This is, this is, let me tell you right here. This is, this is American culture. This is white American culture. Baja Blast mixed with alcohol. It's the whitest, whitest thing ever. It'd be whiter if it wasn't, well, I guess Russians. Russians are white. But this is American vodka.
2: <laughs> well, I guess. True, Russians are white.
1: This is American vodka. But vodka is still, you know, it's, it's Russian, so.
2: What, you're not drinking like Stoli? <laughs> or some fucking popov,
0: or Russian standard.
2: <laughs> yeah, no shit, some straight up Russian imported shit.
1: Uh, I'm gonna say, I'm probably gonna. I might drink this too quickly. I don't know. We'll see. Uh-huh. We'll see. Is it that good? We'll see. I, I mean, I I mixed it, so I know how much alcohol's in here. But it doesn't taste like there's as much alcohol as there is in there. Um, you get what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I got
2: you. I also so it's a dangerous concoction.
1: It is. But I mean, what do you expect from t- I feel like that's part of part of it when you mix stuff with Bob-Bob Blast? It's supposed to be dangerous.
0: Pretty much. Pretty much. You,
1: you're you Taco Bell, dude. You, <laughs> you
2: expect
0: Micah, to
1: get a, I got a, a question being safe from Taco Bell. Yes.
2: Before we get to the news real quick, um, yeah. what uh, what do you think the chances are of Dom having a sloppy episode like me and you have now had? Oh, no. Oh,
0: no.
1: Uh, I guarantee it will happen.
0: Yeah. Eventually, right? Eventually. Yeah. yeah. How about yeah, this? Oh, yeah. How about this? I will guarantee next week as a... We'll do it as special. We'll do it as like a special... You
2: say, we'll, we'll, just, we'll, we'll just call it like the shotgun shit face special. Yeah, I'd make. We'll just
0: get we'll just get Dom drunk as fuck. I'd make <laughs> it tonight the sloppy special, but I don't. No, we have work much... tomorrow. <laughs> Dude, we record every Sunday. That doesn't matter.
2: <laughs> we, I feel like if we did that, like, no, we would I'm fine. We'd want to do that on like we'd want to record that episode on like a Saturday. Dude,
0: trust me, I'll be fine. I can hold my okay. alcohol really good. I just
2: whatever
3: you say.
0: Dude, you guys literally go to bed right after a podcast, and I stay up six more hours, just chilling, by myself. I don't know. Lonely. I don't
1: know if that. I don't know if that's gonna happen tonight because my sleep schedule's effed up.
0: Ah, uh, that's. Right. I
1: was up till so so you know you know how we were gaming the other night and it was like three a.m. Um, right and I'm like yeah. I'm gonna get off.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, I then watched the. Third child's play film after that, so I ended up going to sleep at like five a.m. and you I woke wanna, up at I, two p.m. I
0: benched them all
1: today That's lame.
2: Stuff. <laughs> I needed a refresher.
1: <laughs> oh, anyway, that's the topic for tonight. Yes. But uh, before we Good get segue, to the topic, before we get to the topic, I got some news. Oh yeah, no, for you, I was for to you boys news. to comment on.
2: Yeah. Sebastian, That's
1: right. You seem a little jumpy tonight. He's excited. Right? He's excited. I'm, He's excited. He's excited.
2: I'm excited about the topic.
1: You're excited about the topic? All I right. know a lot about it. All right. So, tonight's news. I don't know how many of you guys are aware, but this has been news in the making Uh-oh. for the past year. Uh-oh. Okay. All right. Since Where's it coming the, from? Since near the start of the pandemic, oh, no. there has been a prophecy. A prophecy that started. In a group chat,
2: okay, uh, and that
1: group chat was the Josh group
2: chat. Oh no! And oh no! This is where you're okay. The prof
1: side right. Josh battle has come <laughs> to pass,
2: <laughs>
1: and this is how it went down. So in the initial in the initial group chat, one Josh chall- got a bunch of other people together. Do we with know, his same name. or are
2: we allowed to? like say who was the person who like the first josh to
0: actually like start it what yeah. uh, i like, mean do we know that josh's josh? name they all have the same name same first and last yes. name that was the mean yeah the
1: same first and last name i just don't remember the last name
2: oh that's the they all have the same first and last name that's yes. the mean yeah that's
1: the yes. meme. Oh, hey. however how, that's how it started everyone with this it was it was one josh got a bunch of people with the same first and last name together in a group chat and said, in one year, we will fight. And whoever is the winner gets to keep their name. Everyone else has to change their name. And then he gave them coordinates.
2: I'm calling every single one of you motherfuckers that lost out if you don't change your fucking name.
1: However, however, it gets more intense. Over the year, about halfway through 2020, uh, it, became, it blew up as a meme, okay? And people were looking forward to this event. And it ex- eventually expanded to not just Joshes with the same full name, but just all Joshes in general, regardless of last name, were now allowed to participate in the Great Josh War.
2: So as long as your name was Josh.
1: Exactly. You could gotcha. participate. However, on the day that the Great Josh War was to take place, some uh early arrivers, the uh, early bird Joshes, arrived at the coordinates to be met with an ominous sign a message painted on a pallet (laughs) saying no josh war here private property you're (laughs)
2: fucking (laughs) kidding me
1: for 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 uh best place for josh war nearby is uh Ten minutes down the road, they at gave this them local a park. new
2: fucking area to do it yes. at. <laughs> That's yes. fucking amazing.
1: And so all the Joshes met at this park, and there was a great Josh war. However, contests you know included several things, including form foam sword dueling and uh, wrestling and various other competitions. However, only one Josh emerged victorious.
2: Can I say one thing? No. (laughs) Before you announce who that victorious Josh was, drinks mates.
0: I just took two shots.
2: They're such a hoe.
1: (laughs) The victorious Josh was known as little Josh. And he was like, you know ten
2: years old. Yeah,
1: he was something like that. He was he was he was if he was a teenager, he was barely a teenager. It's definitely younger. No, he he,
2: he was he was five.
1: Yes. So anyway, little Josh emerged victorious out of all the Joshes, and thus ended
2: fucking legend. That's the Great
1: perfect. Josh War. Oh my gosh, I love that.
2: Honestly, in my opinion, uh, that is how you do a public event. It completely <laughs> trumped the raid area fifty one thing.
1: Oh yes, for sure, for sure. Yep.
2: Anything I mean, else on the news tonight besides the uh, the great Josh war?
1: I mean, that's all the news I had.
2: I think that's all. Oh, come the... on, man. When I did the news, I gave like three topics. Oh, but here's the well, thing. Your topic. To be
1: fair. Go ahead. To be fair, we were also trying to avoid talking about the actual main subject matter that night because <laughs> you were supposed to come up with a subject for that week. And you didn't, so I just shit-posted Minecraft (laughs) in the Discord chat. Hey,
2: man, it was a rough week, okay?
3: (laughs) Oh
1: yeah, no, 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 no. It's totally, totally understandable. However, that was why we had three topics, then.
0: True. That's fair. And also. And they were all monkey related. Yeah. And it's fandom. They kind of really weird
2: nice. are. Yeah, they kind of weird. They kind of weird. What the uh-huh. fuck is. What? Words. 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 Words, words are hard. That's
0: what happens when you drink Jack Daniels. It kills brain cells, my dude.
1: Yeah, dude. Try mixing vodka with a uh, Baja. i blast.
0: Take It
2: actually
1: grows brain cells.
2: Not even drunk. Words are just hard. You can ask Dom. I sound like this sober. I'm an
0: idiot. I wouldn't call you an idiot. I just find it hysterical.
2: (laughs) Because it's true. I'm like this sober. I'm fucking weird.
1: Gotcha. (laughs) Alright. That leads us into the primary topic of tonight. Of which Sebastian is our resident expert. Ayo. So, uh, Sebastian, take it away with an introduction that is mostly coherent to our listeners.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, so, well, here, here, here's the only question I have. Are we talking about Child's Play, like the original series by Don Mancini, or are we talking about the uh, remake that they just did?
1: Uh, the original one, because I haven't seen the remake yet.
2: Okay, so are we subjugating it to just the first movie, or the whole series? uh because don mancini believe it or not it's one of the only horror series of all time that um the original writer for the first movie has been the writer for every single subsequent film
3: mm-hmm.
2: and it has spanned to this day and is now spinning off into a sci-fi television show uh
1: uh-huh. huh hmm. well i have i have only seen the first 3 so, uh, okay, so I we'll care. just
2: we'll just lock it down to those first three. All right, sounds like that's cool. a that's a good that's a good place to start. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we'll start with the first Child's Play. The first one came out in um, 1988. It was directed by Tom Holland. No, not Spider uh, Man. Dude, that's what I thought
1: the first time <laughs> when I saw it.
2: Yeah, no, uh, not not Spider Man. That would have made him uh non-existent because he <laughs> wasn't alive at the time. Uh, he's a legendary uh, horror movie uh, director, actor, screenwriter. Uh, but his best known um, his best known works are the first Child's Play movie, and he was the one who also directed uh, the sequel to Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. Hmm. Uh, but on top of that, Tom Holland's is an amazing director. Uh, let's touch on the storyline for a child's play what would you like to touch on micah since uh i said i think you just said you just recently watched the first yeah. three yeah
1: yeah so i just recently watched the first three i watched one a night so i didn't like binge them you know too hard Where yeah i, was, like, I, yeah, I don't
2: i recommend don't do what i did <laughs> they so... kind of start to blend together
1: so I guess so like I hadn't seen them before you decide you said that we were going to talk about it this week. Mm-hmm. Um so I'll give you some like you know intro you know as a newcomer to the series who hasn't thought too much about it uh my my first thoughts on it. Um it seems kind of interesting to me because like it's not like a lot of other horror films from the era. No, like uh it's not i wouldn't
2: and it came uh it came late in the decade yeah too.
1: i wouldn't describe this movie as scary like no not nearly as much as any any other um, horror film uh, i wouldn't a, i wouldn't even, call
2: it scary i would call it I, w- I wouldn't even call this one really like a horror i would honestly consider well, it more of like a thriller
1: yeah, yeah. I think, it, I think it still fits the definition of horror, because at least the and first I still, one...
2: It definitely still fits the definition of a slasher.
1: Yeah, the first one is a slasher film, which is, you know, by definition, a horror film. Um, yeah, but, well,
2: it's a subgenre of horror, but yeah. yeah.
1: Yes, so <laughs> by definition, a horror film. <laughs> uh, so... it's But it's interesting going into it, because... Okay, so I had this friend when I was in middle school. Uh and she was a, she was a bit younger than me. But I just remember her uh being freaked out by Chucky. I think it was after one of, you know, the last two movies came out. Uh that would have been the probably the time period. Maybe 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 it might have been I don't know when did Bride of Chucky come out?
2: Uh Bride of Chucky um, came out in
1: 1998. Okay, yeah. Good year. So 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 it would have been great year. uh it that's would have year been... you
2: year born, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah, it would have been either... Yeah, I was about to say that's why you said it's a great year.
1: <laughs> it would have either been Seed of Chucky or uh Um Curse or
2: Curse of Chucky. Seed of well, Chucky that Seed that Curse. Um... Her... Yeah. Oh yeah, it would have had to have been Seed or Curse.
1: But anyway, she was freaked out by it. Like, and I remember her I was hanging I out at a completely. friend's house and her and her mom were like uh They were printing out, like, you know, signs of, like, oh, no Chucky allowed or something like that to, like, pin on her door to, like, help her sleep at night. And I'm, like, wow, this must be, like, I know I was a kid at the time, but I'm, like, this must be, like, a super creepy film. Hmm. And I was familiar, like, the thing that, you know, the closest thing I had in my head that related to it was, like, uh. The Goosebumps Night of the Living Dummy series, yeah, which was oh, you know yes. in terms okay. of Goosebumps, that was creepy.
3: Uh-huh. True,
1: true. <laughs> you know no, ab-
2: absolutely. Still th- to this day, I think, yeah. uh, I think, I think uh Night of the Dummy, the books, I yeah. think that those, I think there's three of them. Uh, mm-hmm. Those those books are probably one of, if not the scariest of the mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking Goosebumps books. Oh, yeah, now. they're 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 really chilling.
1: Yeah, so when I came into watching this movie this week, I was, like, anticipating something super spooky. And I, you know, started watching the first one at, like, two or three in the morning. And I'm like, this is the perfect environment to do this in. Because that's, you know, when my favorite time to experience horror films. And then I started watching it, and I'm like, I get to the... uh, you know, about halfway through the film, and I'm like, wow, this isn't really super scary. Um, If you, you know, take out the voodoo element, and the uh, which isn't super prominent in the film, Hmm. and you take out- uh, can I add one thing? No, because I'm talking in the middle of the sentence. (laughs) And you, you, so if you take out that element, and you, uh, take out the idea of a, you know, the antagonist being a living doll, it feels just like an ordinary, like, gangster revenge film. Like, you know, yeah, he's like, it's kind of bloody, but like, there's nothing creepy about it. Hmm. Anyway, now Sebastian, you could add what you were going to
2: add. Uh, I'm sorry, where did I butt in that?
1: yeah but it but it in at uh the voodoo aspect of it
2: right the voodoo aspect uh that's that's one thing that uh don Van cd himself who wrote it Mm -hmm. uh does not like about it um he says that he felt like he laid like or like just weighed too much into that when he shouldn't have relied on that yeah Uh,
1: i I get that it kind of felt out of place in the rest of the film
2: i yeah and he 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 agrees to that too
1: yeah it kind of seems well i mean it's like you need to find a way to explain why the antagonist is a living doll
2: and and how he managed to put his soul into a fucking doll
1: (laughs) yeah uh and so and it's used it's used to build tension But it feels like it's like a placeholder device, kind of, where it's like, uh, you know, I can imagine being a writer and being like, all right, I know the story I want to tell. I don't quite know how to make it make sense, though, in terms of, you know, uh, you know, building tension. So I'm just going to use this as a placeholder and then I'll change it later. And then they just didn't change it later. Um, But, you know, I don't feel like that takes away from the film. Like, yeah, it feels kind of out of place, but it's not like. I can't really think of a better idea off the top of my head. So, um. But
2: anyway. I the mic. I'm so sorry, I'm back. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. I, heard, I heard everything you said, though. All right.
1: Yeah. So, uh, anyway, uh, one of the things I was impressed with watching it was, uh, the the doll itself about mm. halfway
2: you know in no, the first I'm, I'm i'm glad you brought this yeah. up
1: yeah in the first half of the film it really seems like it's like oh you know they're attention intentionally not showing the doll all that much because it, it's they want to keep like, it a surprise well that's not what i was thinking i mean that's that's the you know Probably the explanation that someone would give. Oh, no, However, uh... I thought it was just because it would be difficult to, you know, make look realistic. But then halfway through the film, as soon as Chucky, like, reveals himself to the mother, it's like, oh, shit, they're making this doll move, like, in a really realistic kind of way. That's, like... no,
2: that's that's what I wanted to talk about. I did want to talk about the doll because mm-hmm, yeah. uh, one, one of the things that I didn't even notice Even, like, the first, like, ten times that I watched the movie, they even explain at one point the voodoo guy, which is, like, one of the weakest parts of the movie, he does explain. He says, man, he's basically like, man, let me break it down to you. The longer you're in that doll, you're going to become human in that doll. Mm -hmm. You're going to become more lifelike. So, throughout the movie... I never even noticed it at first, but he does become more lifelike. His flesh—it starts to look less like plastic and more like skin,
3: mm-hmm. and
2: he starts to look just like more creepy uh-huh. and like lifelike. It's just so weird. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I did not know that. It's
3: yeah, dude, it's it's
2: like... something you really should if you uh, if you haven't watched it in a long time or if you've never seen it, just just keep an eye out for that. When the movie starts, it's straight up a plastic doll, and yep. then. Almost like he said, like halfway through. By the end of the movie, it looks kind of just like a midget in overalls mm-hmm. that's really angry.
1: <laughs> yeah, I oh I find it super. Sorry, think... midget's
2: not a word that's accepted now. Little person. No midget. I
1: think they're I, I think they're divided mm-hmm. on that one. I don't know, Domic, as the representative, what do you say
0: to that term?
2: <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs>
0: Midget versus tiny person? Um, screw you, Beth, that's midget. <laughs> it's a technical Dominic's like, term.
1: Dominic's like, that's our word.
0: <laughs> and that's literally my word. I'm barely above midget. Uh,
1: but anyway. Um, yeah, yeah, dude. A whole, the whole thing with the doll is was, was super interesting. Um, I also... This is skipping ahead a little bit.
3: Hmm. All right.
1: Um, so I'll just be brief with it. I like how all of the films connect so naturally. It's almost yes. like, like, you know, um, to, to cite a different film from, I think, you know, maybe a little bit earlier, but, you know, same era, the uh, Karate Kid films... Uh, Around the same
2: a, time, actually. 88, yeah. I believe. Hmm.
1: Yeah, and, and so, you know, how when you're watching the three Karate Kid films, they just kind of connect one to another. and it's Let's like, be honest, the
0: Karate Kid 3, eh. Yeah. I liked all of but them. It's like,
1: but but they all kind of, you know, just it felt like you were watching one continuous story as no, yeah, opposed real. to three separate parts. Yeah. It's the same thing with at least the first three Chucky films. Or the Chucky films, Child's Play films. Oh, absolutely. Um, because, uh.
2: There's not like, much of a time gap in between. Yeah, there's not
1: even, like, between two and three, there's a pretty significant time gap. I th- but it's. I think stu-
2: it's, uh. Actually, let me look real quick. If I'm not wrong, I think the time gap between two and three is, like, ten years.
1: Yeah, it's, I was going to say, it's got. Because he's a teenager in that one. The, the kid is. Hmm. Because he ends up in a military school.
2: So, Child's Play two takes place just like a year after Child's Play one, and then Child's Play three jumps ahead eight years.
1: Yeah. The, I like the uh, the implication of calling the dolls good guys. I found that like you know, a little interesting piece of ironic foreshadowing um it, i don't it's one of those films like it's one of those moments in the film that i would love to have experienced without, you know, having ever heard about the franchise before mm. like you know cuz it's like oh yeah the dolls are called good guys well <laughs> they're not <laughs> um <laughs> they're they're the opposite of good guys but uh or at least the one possessed one is, but uh, it's a little bit a little bit of irony that I feel like kind of would be really fun to experience for the first time without knowing the plot of the film at all. Which you know, as I said, I had I did know a little bit about the series before I watched it.
2: Hey, I am back. All right. Uh, my computer force restarted.
1: Oof! Oh shoot! Dang.
0: You honestly, and, uh... you actually never left the chat, like. You stayed in the chat the whole time. Oh, could you hear everything yeah. I was saying? No, no, no. We couldn't hear you, but you stayed in the chat. I figured Michael was just monologuing, so I was listening. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool, cool.
2: cool.
1: Yep. Yeah, I was like I found it kind of odd. I'm like, "Wow, Sebastian hasn't tried to jump in and talk." About it. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Go 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 back
2: just a little bit just so I oh, I'm not going to just... butt in, but like I want to know what well, what was just said.
1: Well, I just I just found it super interesting uh how the dolls are called good guys and um that's just like a bit of ironic foreshadowing that would have been interesting to experience without knowing anything
2: based off of the Cab- uh based off of cabbage patch kids in real life
1: really interesting yeah. that's where that the that's sense. where
2: Don Mancini got the idea he was like what mm-hmm. if a evil like what if a cabbage patch kid just like just came to life and was like i'm going to murder people <laughs> all
1: right i know nothing about don mancini at all but I'm 99% sure he's a pothead.
2: Uh, he does like to smoke weed, and believe it or not, he is actually one of the only outright, you know, out and about gay horror writers and directors. Which That's... is why, which is why, uh, he actually added a very overtly gay character in *Bride of Chucky*. That friend, that I don't know. I haven't
1: seen haven't seen
2: bride oh you haven't seen bride okay then never mind i'm gonna shut my mouth uh yeah i won't exactly. talk about I've that i've only point.
1: seen the i've only seen the first three
2: but yeah uh, i think that's dope uh i think it's dope that uh he's you know doesn't hide it he's like yeah i'm gay and mm-hmm. gets respect for it because he is one of the only homosexual horror writers and directors out there right now In- hmm. interesting i mean i'm i'm sure there might be more but i don't think they're you know out with it like he is yeah he's straight like i'm fucking gay dude like he's like
0: oh interesting Hmm."
1: so dom Shotgun, you've been uh pretty uh quiet do you have any thoughts on this series
0: so low-key i'll be totally honest i've only seen the first one not the remake and last time i saw it was 2017 so i'm just enjoying catching up on it i'll comment whenever but I'll definitely be a little quieter this time around. All right, so, uh, do... that's that,
1: that's that's like the last time I saw you in person, my dude.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I I barely remember what your face was <laughs> like. How do you remember what this film was? <laughs> I was?
0: Very childish. I was very childish and very very stupid. Let's just put it that way
1: let's see actually i've seen you
0: since
2: right. so uh can i can i actually say one thing real quick go for it yes. say two things Do you please say okay three
1: things i challenge say, you to say three,
2: three all right yes. we're being jealous. uh uh david Kirschner, legendary producer he produced child's play i forgot about that i forgot to mention that i i also forgot to mention that they only had a budget of nine million and managed to bring back 44.2 million in the box office which is fucking insane for 1988. Mm-hmm. That is actually fucking insane. Yep.
0: That is crazy.
2: Oh, and it was also, just a little fun fact, released a day before my birthday. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, a, a day before my birthday, nine years prior. Hmm. Wow, now Can't.
1: everyone knows when your birthday is.
2: If you Google or wait, website, sorry, you know, not nine Google. years prior, eight years prior oh yeah
1: yeah nice try you're you're one step closer to uh doxing yourself (laughs) cactus boy (laughs) let's go let's
2: go figure out where i live i dare you
0: I fucking dare you, dude if come to the, my uh, house. Shipping, it won't be good. if UPS can't figure out where you live, I don't think you have any I, w- I was
2: about to, I was literally about to bring it up. You know how much shit I've had sent to my current address that UPS and USPS just are just like, I don't know where that's at and they'll just send it to random fucking people. And those random fucking people hit me up on Facebook like, hey, I got your package. You want to meet somewhere so I can give this to you? Because this totally doesn't belong to me and I don't want it.
1: Dude, dude. In- Wait, Sebastian, you're in Indiana, right? Yes.
2: Shut in the Indiana. fuck up.
1: They already know. We've said it before. <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> Indiana is such a surreal place. It's so lame, <laughs> like, man. Frickin' if someone's if 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 UPS just sent a package to a random person in the Twin Cities, bro. They're I'm not, not gonna know who I am, bro. I'm
2: yeah. not even gonna lie. I felt so bad. You can ask Dom. I had like 400 rounds of ammunition sent to my house, right? And it said, oh, "Yeah, I remember you told me about this." Yeah, it said delivered, never showed up. Like three days later, I get this text from like the sweetest most innocent person on earth she's like this middle-aged like english teacher mom and she was like scared she was like uh i don't know why bullets got sent to my house and i i think they belong to you and i was like yeah those are mine i i seriously completely apologize i don't know why they got sent to you that's I seriously I'm so sorry she was, like,
0: she was like I think these are yours but tell me what the package is so I know if you're the right person yeah and you're like oh, yeah a lot was of like gun things and she's like yes <laughs>
2: <laughs> literally and she was like okay we can meet here in a very public space that way you don't hurt me and I was like I'm not gonna hurt you i like
0: i look like a gangster it, but i'm a <laughs>
2: pussy oh I, I swear i hate that shit, dude. I, <laughs> that's the that's the worst stereotype i run into with my tattoos everyone's like you're gonna mug me and it's like motherfucker i wear dad sweaters and i walk with my i like i literally hold my son's hand everywhere i go basically like you honestly think i am gonna hurt anybody i'm a pussy you could probably knock my ass out before i even had the chance to put my fists up
0: low key, those dad sweaters <laughs> do be stylish, though.
2: They be, they be slapping. I got some drip. I ain't gonna lie. True, Dad. <laughs> anyway, uh, Child's Play 2.
1: Wait, did we even talk really about the first one?
2: How drunk are you, we man? We touched
0: on quite a bit. Yeah, we didn't talk about, about the plot, but we talked did we about
1: it. Did we even Did we even say what it's about? I feel like we just gave a bunch of random
0: details. Yeah, no, it was <laughs> a lot of random detail, not gonna lie. Okay, yeah, sorry. We can delve deeper into the plot. Right. Um, well, let me say this real quick. Slight side tangent on the uh, dad sweater thing. Oh, Jesus Christ, about the goddamn dad sweater. No, race. no, 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 no. It's not even completely <laughs> about that. Sebastian, when we have hung out outside of work, you're like, Oh, Dom or sorry, shotgun. Dresses different in public than he does at work. Or were you yeah, like? Yeah, totally I do. Okay, literally when we hung out, I'm like, this man's literally wears the same outfit to work and outside of work. Yeah, most I'm like, of the time. and he still pulls it off. Kudos to him. I can't do that. <laughs> no, yeah, most of the time.
2: Uh, but if uh, like. I am I am go front bro. I literally have like three or four different suits and a bunch of different just dress clothes. Like fourteen different pairs of suspenders. My whole style and aesthetic is I really, really wish the style from the thirties and forties would come back. Dude. Just men wearing fucking pinstripe suits Same. and shit, dude. That was my shit. I would wear that every fucking day if i could bro
0: dude low-key you and your lady and me and my lady should go on a double date and just dress up like just crazy. Stunt, it. just stunt hard as fuck Yup. all right but that will my hair grow out a little
2: bit i'll slick that shit back bro.
0: hell yeah Ooh. Ooh.
1: Dude, i'm freaking i'm reasons to get dressed up i can never find
2: and dom them. i'm sorry but if we're gonna do that like i'm gonna have to do it but i'm gonna have to get like uh one of those old school um what, what are they called the uh the shoulder sling holsters
0: oh yeah that you wear like under your suit Dude, jacket literally that's what i wear if i'm dressing up super nice
1: the shoulder oh my goodness yeah so where you just
2: reach in your suit jacket it's right there like under your arm ready to oh, go
1: as long as, okay, those are fine, as long as you're wearing your jacket. But and you're as...
2: completely illegal and have all your legal shit to do that.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't be as an as
2: idiot as... and do that shit without the right, like, stuff. But as like, soon as stuff. you take
1: your, as soon, well, that's not even my issue. As soon as you take your jacket off, those look so dorky.
0: <laughs> Unless you look like a badass, then it's like, oh, damn, that, don't, don't mess with that dude.
1: I feel like I feel. I was like about to say,
0: to I
2: don't care that that how dorky like a... it looks. I have tattoos literally all over my fucking body. If anyone yeah. saw that, they would be like, "I'm not going to fucking look." Hey, I'm not even gonna look at that guy. <laughs>
1: I feel. I feel like the only time I've seen that look of badass, if it's like, they have at least two other holsters on their
0: body. Well, it's got to be a quality holster too. It's some um, freaking some cheap ass so West. Yeah, like cloth holsters. Like, dude, get a good holster. Your gun's about to fall out. But if it's like yeah, like, I, I I literally just showed holster. Dom.
2: Oof. I was just I just showed Dom last night. I just spent fucking two hundred dollars on a custom holster that just arrived. I Bought it like yeah. four months ago, dude. It's worth it. Dude, though. I'm,
1: I'm not gonna. am not. Gonna it's call,
2: nice as fuck.
1: I'm not gonna call anyone out on the podcast by name, but there's a particular. Uh political pundit
2: oh dear god who
1: who wears one of those all the time though and it looks so dorky every time he's wearing it because oh cause i can still carry it but you tell you can tell he's just doing it to virtue signal about you know second amendment rights and i'm like that's
2: that's why i can so, still carry so i don't cringe. want you to know i even have a gun on me <laughs>
0: yeah That's well, especially like neither of us are hulking frame like crazy intimidating. Like, if someone's okay, but fuck you,
2: you could take down dudes literally
0: three times your size, but that doesn't matter. But you look at me, the first, what was your first thought of me when you saw me? Like, Do you want my like complete and honest thought? Totally will you get a aff- will, will you get offended in any way? Dude, I've literally <laughs> been judged so hard my entire life. Shut up, Micah. I was about to say, Micah, why are you laughing so hard? Because he knows everybody's first impression until they get to know me. Because he's heard it in person many times. Okay, well we here's my get first get here's my years. first
2: impression with you, bro. My first impression that I saw, I saw you working on D-line. Yep. Right? So you were working on D line with Stan. Yep. And I saw you working and I like I'm not even gonna lie. This is not even me being a dick be or a dick. me I being rude. Alright, be a dick, you wanna be a dick? Go for it. I straight I saw you and I straight was like, honestly, this is probably gonna be the harshest thing I've ever had to say about you, and it's really not even that mean. <laughs> I straight was just like, whoa. This kid wears the gloves with no fingertips to work. Fuck yeah. i was like this This... kid i was like this kid means business i was like i don't even wear gloves like i don't give a fuck like it's not that deep i was like but i was like this kid i was like and at the time no shit you had the water bottle that you'd like strap to your belt i i still do and i straight was just like oh my god this nerd (laughs) this fucking nerd and then i got to know you and i was like this kid would fucking murder me in two seconds if he had the chance. <laughs> uh-uh. I would not even. I would not even try to cross this motherfucker. <laughs> no,
1: I look shotgun. like shotgun. Do you want? Do you want to hear my uh, first impressions of you for the record on the podcast?
0: Dude, it was even worse when you first met me. <laughs> no, I no, want. No, I no, want to no, hear. No, no, I want to hear mine no, after. I
2: want to hear mine All after. Right. I want to hear Dom's first impressions of me after this.
1: This was my first impression of uh, Shotgun. Okay, when I met him, I'm like. You know, I was I was sitting in like, uh, you know, the kids' church service, okay, and I was like, "Hey, look at this like equally sized individual over here to me that looks like he would be a good friend." And then we were good friends, but we were like, you know, twelve at the time, and then we grow up, and I got bigger.
0: I did not shotgun. (laughs) (laughs) He said, "I got bigger and." Shotgun did not. I, I literally <laughs> grew like five inches in height and then stopped. That
2: fucking kills me. He so, said, hey, this isn't equally framed, say, some person. He seems like a good friend. And then we grew up and I got way bigger and he did not. Truth. <laughs> he just stayed the same.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Nah, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing, though shotguns are <laughs> badass. Uh, I don't
2: know about yeah, that. Yeah, no shit. Don't <laughs> He there, scares there, me, Loki. There, there there
1: were there were few few people that uh that I feel like I both trust enough and uh are skilled enough that I can go all out sparring against. That and, is uh, fair. He is he is definitely he is definitely one of them. We have definitely gone I at
0: never... it before. <laughs>
1: Because I, I know no matter what I do, he's not gonna get too super injured, and also, he's en- he has enough control to not super injure me. So... <laughs>
0: okay, literally, Micah and I were vibe boy as for the uh, Discord. We literally, the entire six months we were on our trip, I had um... Uh, we I did stick fighting for the longest time eskrimah cali literally the entire six months i brought a pair of Eskrima for him to train with me with and i just taught him the way the entire time and there were times where our leaders were like guys you need to chill someone's gonna get hurt and we're both like you don't know our backgrounds we're fine
1: yeah dude we had that what you taught—I think you only taught me like two forms yeah. actually for yeah. but we got to one with the double sticks that we could go- do it like super fast. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it looked—it looked like a Dragon Ball Z fight scene. <laughs> <It really
0: did. laughs> sebastian I... and people
1: were concerned oh
0: because cool. they're loud as hell you're just smacking sticks together and they're swinging like yeah. crazy sebastian you're i need to show you sticks
2: together what the fuck yeah
0: we're no we said no homo first it's fine
2: oh, okay that's fair yeah. totally fair no I, eye contact ignore what i just said <laughs> no eye contact and you said no. yeah yeah, well? yeah. Oh, you guys are just good buddies we're
0: safe we're safe yeah we're bros yep, yep.
1: we're safe we're good no, I still use that form actually to demonstrate like how effective Male muscle dominance. memory can be. Oh yeah, because like I still know that form really well, even though I never practice it. It's... <laughs> because we practice it, you know, enough to get it just lost muscle
0: in memory. Brain. Yeah, yeah. The cool thing with that is, I didn't have enough time to teach you, but there's so many uh spin-offs of that that you can do knife disarms, gun disarms, mm-hmm. bare-fisted, like without the sticks.
1: Oh yeah, dude. it's so. I was good. actually I was actually so for those in the audience that don't know, uh I just started doing a taking a hema class, so historical European martial arts. Um and it's viking fencing pretty much, so you have the sword and the shield. Which is so badass. And yeah, I just I just uh, passed my first test Hell yeah. yesterday. Hell yeah! Um, to get to achieve the the rank of Coral with a K. Yes, sir. Um, but anyway, uh, I was thinking I was like, you know, this uses a lot of you know, it's very reliant on the sword and shield, but you could apply a lot of the techniques in this to unarmed fighting in fact a lot of the techniques are very similar to aikido techniques which i found super interesting and then a lot of the sword techniques are very similar to that kali stick fighting stuff um it's a little bit more stabby than that of course but um very very interesting um next time we meet up in person we'll we'll trade trade some uh Forums
0: and techniques it'll be fun oh hell yeah dude the uh we'll, old martial we'll
1: show sebastian some stuff for
0: sure the old martial arts school i went to um i actually need to find out if they're doing more of the kali courses because i would love mm-hmm. to start because they're on saturdays they're like three four hour long courses i'm like yeah i can allocate some time out of my week to go one saturday every other month or whatever time he oh, does yeah, it dude. I'm like oh i miss martial arts so bad just because i haven't time mm-hmm. but now that i have the money to do it i i mm-hmm. would love to get back into it
1: yeah yeah dude i'd, I'd love to take a kali course again that's uh freaking that's fun especially because you know i don't i don't carry firearms um most of the time because uh I just, well, one, I don't have any. They're expensive. That's very <laughs> true. Um, and they're not something that I feel like I need for myself. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but I do carry, like, uh, expandable baton with me from time to time. So, guys. You know, I feel like a lot of the techniques transfer very well to that. Same. Yes, yeah, Sebastian.
2: So, Child's Play stars <laughs> Brad Dureff as Charles Lee Ray playing Chucky. It stars John Franklin as a uh, walkabout Chucky, who is the midget actor who plays in the later scenes of the film. The uh, oh, the creepy wait. live act, the like weird live action version. Wait, uh,
1: shit! He's a, they actually have a, a midget actor later in the film. I yes, didn't even realize that. Yes,
2: uh, they actually they even they even went as far to uh, certain scenes where they have Chucky walking about. Um, they actually upscale uh, the set. To make it look, because he's a small person, so they that upscale the set and they put a, a Chucky mask on him and they have him, you know, run around the set with um, the like couches and everything else upscaled to look way bigger to make it look like he's doll sized. That uh, makes and sense. And fun fact um, fuck everyone involved with uh, Child's Play because he is listed now. But in Child's Play 1, 2, and 3, John Franklin is not listed even as an extra. He's not given any credit whatsoever. But they literally had him in Child's Play 1, 2, and 3 playing Chucky, playing the parts where Chucky was like walking around stuff where they couldn't have the animatronic do Hmm. that.
1: Dang. That makes sense. I was wondering how they got... Like the, because the, there, the, the or I'm,
2: like I'm sure you, you notice certain scenes where you're like, "That's really lifelike for a fucking puppet." Yeah, yeah, yeah. they had sure. an actual uh, little person hmm. uh, do it. But um, okay. uh, Brad, Dur- Brad Duriff. Let's just talk about Brad Duriff real quick before we okay. go on. That fucking man. Uh, he plays Charles Lee Ray and Chucky, e, but this man's. Fucking voice is so goddamn sinister and scary. Ooh, that. And his his laugh his fucking laugh is iconic at this point. Mm-hmm. Like you, if if you've heard anyone even mention the name Chucky, you're I in my opinion, my mind goes two places. There's Chucky from *Child's Play, and then you got <laughs> Chucky from Rugrats. Yeah, pretty much. They're pretty both redheads. Right. And those are the only They're two... And then what? And yes, true, you're right. They are redheads with That's crazy funny. fucking hair. <laughs> Coincidence? I think not.
1: Is, I is Chucky from Red Rugrats a Child's Play reference? It would make sense. <laughs> I
2: think it, honestly, it would make sense. Guys, guys, we might be Wait, going down a rabbit up, hole of conspiracy Did here.
1: Chucky's parents name him after the doll from Child's Play? That's pretty screwed up. <laughs> uh,
2: no, because literally the, the only reason the doll, like the only reason he refers to himself in *Child's Play* as Chucky, is because the doll that he put himself into as the multiple good guy dolls—they all have different names. There's like six mm-hmm. different names. Uh, yeah. Chucky's one of them. His name happens well, to be Charles Lee well, Ray. Ha ha ha! How Chucky convenient. From
1: *Rugrats* is named charles that's his full that's his real name
2: dun dun dun
1: (laughs) rugrats conspiracy theories my dude
2: confirmed oh my goodness Confirmed. confirmed but uh anyway um so the plot of the first movie is basically you have a single mother down on her luck not making a lot of money just trying to make ends meet uh her son is obsessed with this show called uh Good Guys. It's a little cartoon animated show. In in the eighties in vain of like kinda like care bears and yeah. stuff like that. Uh and then and then they have toys and shit loads of merchandise. He has all the pajamas, all the toys, all the accessories for the good guy dolls. But the one thing he is missing is a good guy doll himself. So what does his mom do? She can't afford an actual one. So she goes to a black market peddler. Black, okay, black her, market
1: peddler. Uh, I feel like gives you the. I wouldn't ride. call he it. Was black, a I would Dude.
2: <laughs> I was about to, okay. I was about to. Say, I was really about to be like, "Let me correct myself." I say black market peddler, because he knew what was fucking wrong with the doll from the get go, and he sold it, it to the he bitch. Did. He did though. He stole it from the store. He literally stole it from the arms of Charles Lee Ray. Like, he knew something was fucked up with it. It had been struck
1: by lightning. And he's...
2: Exactly! Yeah, exactly! (laughs) And he sold it to her, and she takes it home to her kid. And he's in love. Oh, look at that. A good guy doll. Cool. Hell yeah. Weird shit starts to happen. um... Really crazy weird shit. Um... His babysitter comes over. She watches him and mom has to go to work. Uh, it's real ambiguous in first. They don't show the doll. I really. Um, and then the babysitter gets murdered. She gets hit in the head with a hammer and she falls out the uh, like whatever their apartment is fucking. It's like the fucking yeah. fifth floor, but in the movie, it makes it look like she falls literally like 30 goddamn floors <laughs> before she hits a car. Yeah it's yeah, so, so ridiculous but it's so car. great yeah, she literally folds the fucking top of that motherfucker inward dude like it like from where in reality where she fell from like yeah it fuck up the car a little bit but not as much as it like in the movie it she would have had to fall from like 30 floors to do the damage that she did <laughs> to this fucking car but anyway um he moves on past that. Uh, the cops get there. They start looking around. They see uh, imprints in uh, flour on um, the countertop that uh, happen. Mm-hmm. The countertop where those footprints lead happened to line up with the window that she fell out of. And they ask Andy, hey, come in here, Andy. He comes in. They're like, hey, can we see the bottom of your feet? They show him the bottom of the seat. He's wearing good guy pajamas, which has... Like hammers, yeah. guns, ladders, just you know, stuff like cops, firefighters, stuff like that would use. And the cops like, Well, wow, that's really fucking suspicious that the uh, those prints that are on the bottom of his pajamas are uh are on the counter in the flower <laughs> and she's dead. I think you I think your son murdered her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, I think that's the case. And um Andy's like, I didn't do it, Chucky did it. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, your son needs to go to a fucking <laughs> mental hospital.
0: Psychoload. Like, <laughs>
2: he is fucking psycho if he thinks the fucking goddamn doll did it. Yeah. And then just crazy shit that happens throughout there. Um, throughout most of the movie, honestly, you really do... They really do make it seem like Andy is the one mm-hmm. killing people. Just bringing, bringing his doll oh, with I mean, him. that's That way he can... be. That, that way he can be like, I mean, oh, Chucky did it. That's
1: Chucky, most yeah. of, like, from what I've seen of the series so far. Like, the first three films, that's kind of, like, the entire thing.
2: <laughs> yeah, th- like, they don't believe him. They think he's just fucking crazy.
1: It's interesting. So, uh... So, like, I I, I asked this question last week to Dominic when he was talking about the uh, the Purge series. Um... But, uh, I'm sorry for talking out No, you're good. That, you're good. This way. is the topic, man. This is fine tonight.
0: Uh, do you... Well, it's part of the topic.
2: No, I meant like I'm sorry for like speaking up oh. way too much when I shouldn't have on the yeah, Purge topic. The podcast.
0: We're all drunk. Yeah,
1: we're good. You're good. You know. Uh, so, uh, but this is the question I asked him and I'm going to ask it to you as well because you know about this. Um, You know, most good art... Yeah. You know, is trying to trying to say something beneath the surface. You know, not necessarily a complex idea, Absolutely. but like sometimes it is. Is that because there were okay? So I, I'll preface this by saying there were a few things I noticed, but what are some things that you noticed that were like kind of the message of Child's Play that was you know undergirding the story? For of better?
0: Dolls are demons. Don't um. <laughs> mm.
2: i i wouldn't maybe it's not
1: like i what i noticed i would say
2: what 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 do you mean like like maybe like a like like maybe like a like a like 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 a hidden yeah like like subplot or maybe not a subplot like something subtense that like the movie like uh like yeah or something like that artist uh was like it looks like this but i wanted you well, to interpret it yeah like this. or
1: some, yeah. something that's included in the film that's trying to either send a message or communicate an emotion or mm. uh critique something in this case i noticed for me personally i noticed there was a few critiques in there um, but i was just wondering what you saw in there that you found it interesting If you saw um, anything at all, I know not everyone has like an eye for observing this. I have no,
2: kind of I, no, no, training uh, to do this. I, I think that there are some subtle messages in there, and I think one of the biggest messages that I got from it is that um, it, it, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a split, because like um, it, the movie kind of wants to show that like sometimes the evil can be a child as fucked up as that seems and it's Mm -hmm. scarier like that because children are so fucking innocent that's
1: interesting
2: but then at the other time another another thing i kind of got from it was an adult taking advantage of a child kind of like a pedophilic kind of message with charles e ray Taking over the body of Chucky and him being like, "You got to keep your fucking mouth shut. You can't fucking let them know that I'm here. Yeah, you, like, you yeah, do, yeah, I'll fucking it's like, kill you."
1: Like, a, a, like the a commentary on like how how abuse works. I definitely see that, especially in the first half of the film before Chucky reveals exactly. the mother. Uh, I definitely see. Yes,
2: that. I'm glad. To, I'm yeah. glad someone else sees that too.
1: Uh, one of the things I noticed, and this isn't. This seems tangential to the film and it's a little bit political so i want to remind all our listeners that this is an apolitical podcast and we do not endorse any political messages on here however
2: hey do you believe in what you believe in i'll believe in what i believe in it
1: seems quite apparent that the what do you say the writer's name was
2: uh don Don Mancini. mancini
1: in how he wrote Child's Play, particularly the first and second film, there seems to be a built-in... Cr-
2: we haven't yeah. even talked about the second film there yet, which we need to. seems to be a
1: built-in to. critique of capitalism in the film and the issues that result from it. Um, Like, so, what do you mean? so the first one... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you get? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Do you have an so example? Two, the two most obvious examples in the film um, are.
2: Yeah, is this is the first. The first one, the first one has
1: one really obvious example, uh, and then one okay. kind of obvious example, and then the second one also has a really obvious example, and there it's all in the setup of the okay. film, which is why it's not. I don't get the feeling that it's the main, you know, message trying to be communicated by the film. But it's there. Oh,
2: are are you are you talking about? Okay, okay, I think. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Continue. yeah, yeah. So I wanted the first
1: film, um, I guess it's actually pretty obvious in the first film too. The, uh, the entire plot of the film happens because you know of marketing to children uh, and how how stuff is marketed two children in order to convince their guilt their parents into buying them stuff in this case the first film starts off with an advertisement for the new uh good guy doll and the kid's like oh dude i really want this and uh the mom's like i'm sorry i found out of it out it too late i couldn't afford it um and then she's like
2: but I got yeah. this, uh, I, I found this yeah. one for and cheap. And
1: what's also interesting is, yeah, exactly. I got this, you know, I went to the black market to get this, as you said earlier. But
2: uh, it's a <laughs> black market, mm-hmm. homeless man yeah. that wants it's, money it's for drugs.
1: <laughs> because the entire, the reason the babysitter gets murdered is because uh, the, 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 the mother's mother. I didn't even touch on that basically uh, threatens to fire her if she doesn't uh, stay late one night, like, just kind of spontaneous.
2: Yes, that's that's why she hires She's like, hey, me.
1: his bo- her boss shows up. She's like, hey, you gotta stay late tonight. And she's like, oh, I can't. It's my son's birthday or whatever. And her boss is pretty much, well, you enjoy your job here? And... I don't know about you guys. When I saw that scene, like I felt that. I've worked jobs with bosses like that before, where it's like, "Oh yeah, you know, if I don't decide hey, to Dude. just ditch my social life,
2: where do we work right now?" Oh, Gm. <laughs> Oh yeah, I think that should answer Micah's question. I don't know if you guys have ever worked jobs that had bosses that make you feel like. But that. it's like you know, yeah. The
1: boss, it's like yeah, you know. I'm not saying I'm gonna fire you if you don't spontaneously give up your social life tonight to work another shift. But uh, but I will. But I <laughs> yeah. will. Um, the second film does it in an even more blatant manner, in my opinion. Where it's like,
2: uh... And the second film also starts Yeah sorry to interrupt, I'm really I really am sorry to interrupt, but the second film also starts to lean more into like
1: Yeah a comedic yeah. territory. Yeah. yeah, the second
2: It's where Chucky starts to like lay out like his most of his mm-hmm. famous one liners will come from mm-hmm. two. So yeah, left. the
1: first one starts off in a boardroom meeting for the toy company that produces the good guy dolls. And they're like, Hey, we probably shouldn't make this doll again because it's tied back to this kid who had a psychotic ring. <laughs> yeah, it's like Nonsense. I don't care. Yeah. It's been two years yeah, yeah, yeah. since then. The panic is I think he says Relaxed. The worst part about a business is that it's 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 a business and the bottom line is the bottom line which is you know a common critique
0: of yeah. capitalism
1: again this podcast does not endorse any of these political opinions or not i'm just mm-hmm. pointing out that's what i saw in the film um as far as kind of tangential messaging in there um which i always enjoy doing analysis of that kind of stuff um oh, yeah. but yeah uh, i found that really interesting um but what you were saying about one-liners though dude that even the first film though has some good one-liners
2: he he does i'm not even talking about chucky Uh,
1: i'm talking about
2: (laughs) oh no every everybody in the first everybody in the first movie honestly they're like honestly each each character has like dude i'm talking about the one that comes
1: to mind is i'm thinking i'm thinking about the kid okay when he's about to like the, the, which one the main kid i forget his name andy yeah when he's andy. about to like torch chucky in the fireplace and chuck oh what is like, what does he say wait no don't do it andy we were gonna be friends
2: we're best friends we're like, friends this to is the end,
1: end friend <laughs> and i'm like oh my goodness yeah I see that just this... coming out of like a terminator <laughs> film that's such a good one this
2: is the end friend <laughs> Like yeah, dude. How, did, how does a it's 6
1: year so deliver such a badass one-liner?
2: <laughs> uh, so moving on to Child's yeah. Play Two because we're talking yes, about his yes, years now. So it it, it it really makes me want to get into the, mm-hmm. the story of Child's Play Two. Uh, so Child's Play Two. Um, fuck. How many years does it take it's place like one after?
1: Year. It's like. Yeah, because, like Is the it one mom year? gets put in.
2: No. Uh no, it's two years. It's two years after the first movie. And yeah, you're right. The mom does she she gets put into a like mental yeah. institution because she's like, It's the doll, the doll Realist- came alive. And they're like she's fucking and they're like she's fucking crazy. But realistically her in, in it's an institution. probably because they, so they putress didn't want
1: to come back for another film, but
2: <laughs> it is well known that the actress that played her did not want to come back for the fucking sequel <laughs> right 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 the, yeah the actress didn't want to come back which is why they uh came up with the whole uh subplot that she got put into like a loony bin and he got put into um what, what do you call care. it uh yeah. foster care yeah foster care uh which is where he meets his um his uh his like foster sister yeah. who actually she actually comes back um, in later movies funny enough oh hey buddy you you got like four movies to go through before you even see her for even Dude, five I, minutes of I, I <laughs> have a
1: confession I looked at like the wikipedia pages for the plot synopsis for the rest of them because the rest of them aren't numbered I was trying to figure out which one comes next and I saw
3: <laughs>
2: I can name I can I can name him right now. You want me to?
1: No, but it seems irrelevant.
2: Oh, I was just trying to. I was just trying. To I have no idea, my, Sebastian. Please. I was me. just trying to show my right. impressions. All right, Sebastian. Impress us. have child's no play.
3: Go ahead.
2: It's child's play one, child's play two, child's play three, Bride of Chucky, Seed of Chucky, uh Curse of Chucky and Cult of Chucky, and then there is about to be the sci-fi Child's Play series that's not even called Child's Play anymore because it was originally going to be called Child's Play, but then they remade Child's Play, so Don Mancini was like, fuck you, we're just going to call it Chucky, and uh, Chucky is going to air on sci-fi and, funny enough, Mm -hmm. CBS simultaneously.
1: anyway... I looked up the uh, the plot synopsis for all of those films and I got to Cult of Chucky and I just read like the first line of the plot synopsis and I'm like, dude, it's... that's fucked up. I'm not reading anymore. This seems like this plot is going to spoil the rest of the films for me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> dude. Uh, yeah, don't. Because like, like, like I said earlier, Don Mancini has written every single one and it is the only franchise of like the slashers that started in the 80s that has continued with every single sequel to expand on its lore and continue in its lore and not be like oh well let's Mm -hmm. ignore this one or let's Mm -hmm. ignore this one or let's Mm -hmm. reboot it it got rebooted one time because uh, I think it was Paramount owned the rights to the first Child's Play, mm-hmm. so they got th- That's the only reason they were able to remake mm-hmm. it. And I'm not gonna lie, Mark Hamill and the remake does a uh, wait a Mark pretty Campbell solid job.
1: The voice of yeah, and the remake, dude. Yeah, I love i love okay, you didn't know so that i love mark hamill as a, as luke skywalker but i'm gonna tell you this i love mark hamill even more as a voice actor <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah you no, really didn't haven't know seen this, that i have the seen new chucky sequel. i
1: i haven't i mean i haven't oh seen, it's not a sequel sweetheart yeah i haven't seen the it's remake. a
2: remake let me let me send you something real uh, quick because this will make the you'll not, literally be like during the oh. podcast
1: send it after the podcast
2: okay no i know i will
1: um yeah
2: anyway trials play 2
1: yeah he ends up in foster care and
2: right ends up in foster care and we were talking about zingers um the foster care parents he ends up with are like these really weird like they're almost they don't they don't bl- they don't blatantly say they're like Jesus freaks, but they act like Jesus freaks, and they have this really weird obsession with like porcelain yeah. clown figures. Well, I mean it's
1: one porcelain clown figure, right? Oh okay.
2: no, it's multiple. Got it's it. like fifty. Yeah, they almost. Hmm. He has like a collect. He has like a collection. And he's like, don't fucking touch yeah. these. They <laughs> it's super get weird. this
1: like characters to me they just seemed like part of the setting they weren't really all that fleshed out
2: but one of my favorite lines in that whole movie is when uh andy goes into the basement Mm -hmm. to like find chucky and he has like the electric Mm -hmm. turkey carver and he starts like cutting up the laundry in like the laundry hamper like trying to find chucky and then the uh, the foster dad starts to walk down the steps. And then out of nowhere, you see a fire poker come out from beneath the uh, basement steps. And just yank hard as fuck on the foster dad's foot. And it yanks him through the bottom of the stairs. And it ends up hanging him upside down. And the best line in that entire movie is when he like finally falls completely and looks at Chucky... And Chucky's looking at him, and he's like, oh my god, a talking doll. <laughs> and then it cuts to Chucky's face, and all Chucky says, and by the way, the guy's name is Chuck, mm-hmm. or Charles, but everybody calls him Chuck, and literally as soon as he like flips down the stairs, and he sees that Chucky is actually alive, and he knows that Andy wasn't lying, Chucky just looks at him and he goes... How's it hanging, Chuck? Mm -hmm. And then just rips his foot out from Mm -hmm. the staircase, and he falls and breaks his fucking neck and kills him instantly. And I was like, bravo. I was like, fucking bravo. I remember,
1: there was one line from that film that just actually made me laugh out loud. I forget what it was. Yeah.
2: Child's Play 2? I mean, the scene with the fucking teacher, man.
1: Was it the scene with the teacher?
2: where um chucky breaks into andy's like elementary school and he's oh, no, 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 like fuck fuck bitch 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 all I over his like school remember
1: what it was when he's talking when he's talking to what's her name her name is like kyle right that's his foster sister yeah he's he's <laughs> it's the stupidest line she's like doing laundry <laughs> And he's sitting, he's sitting on the washing machine and he's like, you want to see me say your name backwards? And then he just turns around oh, yeah. and faces away from her and says, yeah. Kyle.
2: No, it he just says it. Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, and it's... You want to hear me say your name backwards? <laughs> and turns she around, just Kyle. Him, She
1: just gives him a look <laughs> and doesn't even really acknowledge it. <laughs> it's, and it's like, wow, <laughs> they were super confident in that joke. None of the characters acknowledge it, and it's still hilarious. <laughs> it's like, oh my god! They didn't god, even give it time to sit. Like, it's one of those jokes that is just like it happens in the middle of everything. And if you're <laughs> looking at your phone or something like that, you wouldn't have even noticed it because the movie doesn't even pause for you to laugh or anything like that.
2: <laughs> it's. <laughs> but I will admit, I think in my in my personal opinion, I don't know how you feel about it. I know you think you said you've seen up to Child's Play three. Yes. Right. Uh in my in my personal opinion, throughout the entire franchise, even up into the newest ones, um Childs Play two uh is still to this day my favorite one. It it hold it holds up better than any of the other ones, in my um, opinion. Let's see. Child's Play three. Let's go I, on to I, I Child's, Child's Play, Play 3. three. I feel like I like because I, Play 3, but yeah, you like I it. F- I feel. I feel. Ooh, let's talk about the disappointment I had so, with Child's so Play let me tell, three. So let me tell you
1: what I liked about it more. I felt like I, It felt more like you. You. Well, Half like baked. what you had said was Child's Play two kind of descends a little bit more into the comedy yeah. aspect of it. Um and like,
2: Child's Play three tries to like real yeah. well, it Yeah, well, one of the things again.
1: about Child's Play two that was kind of disappointing for me was it seemed well, Ooh, like I like I said earlier, the the foster parents seemed like non characters. They seemed more like plot devices. Oh
2: no, I no, so, I totally agree yeah. with you. They they honestly just they literally felt like they existed for the sole purpose to be like, hey let me point this out so the plot can move forward yeah, exactly. to this so point the, like you like you mm-hmm. we could write you out of this script and make it
1: yeah way only,
2: simpler like yeah, you don't even only need to exist
1: characters felt like Kyle and
2: Kyle the kid and child. I love Kyle
1: that that was it child's play 3 i feel like you have at least one to uh Three, four relatively fleshed out characters that aren't like the the main recurring characters.
2: Don Don mancini did say though that this was his like weakest child's play script because he only he only had like eight months to mm. write this motherfucker. Yeah, which is not even half of the time that he had to write mm-hmm. the first two movies. Because the studio was like, "Part three, let's mm-hmm. go."
1: Yeah, I can definitely see that.
2: Which isn't his fault. I don't. I don't fault I him for that at that. all. The
1: script, the the concept itself, seemed a bit rushed.
2: Like, dude, it ends on a it, it ends at a fucking yeah. carnival. I'm sorry, but that that in itself is just lazy. How many movies? Yeah, dude, it's, I can't it's, even name. I literally can't even give you a fucking list of how many names of movies that end mm-hmm. at a goddamn carnival. For convenience sake, well, yeah, to move yeah, the plot yeah. along. Yeah,
1: I mean, it seems like the first, the, the majority of Child's Play 3 was pretty well written out, and then they just had to tack on a bit at the end. With the, like, they need to, we need to expand the runtime of this a little bit. What's a scenario that we can put Chucky and Andy in?
2: Can I ask yeah. your opinion on it, though? Because you said you really yeah, like yeah, Child's Play it. 3, right? um How do you feel about the, because me and you have not even brought this up once. Uh, let me pull up my audacity because I know I'm about to bust, uh, <laughs> audio volumes. Oh, no. Um, how do you feel about Child's Play 3 taking place at a fucking military camp? Like a military well, academy? I mean, because low-key, in my opinion, kind of fucking well, boring. I mean, it's a boarding
1: school, so get your facts right. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh.
2: It's a military yeah. boarding school.
1: Um, I, mm, I, that goes back to like you know critiques in it, art. I felt okay.
2: Like... I want to say one thing about it. Mm-hmm. I want. Can I say yeah. one uh-huh. thing about it? Yeah, and sure. can I ask your opinion? Child's Play three. In my opinion, felt like the movie Major Pain. Have you ever I've heard, heard have you ever heard of that seen movie? It,
3: I don't
2: think. Alright, well Child's Play 3 felt like Major Pain meets Friday the thirteenth part. I had not seen
1: either of those. I need to watch all the Friday the thirteenth films because uh
2: Oh my god. Well, Dude. reasons for anyone who's seen it. We'll do Yeah, I haven't Micah?
0: seen him either, Loki. Mm, yes. But Micah, you
2: want, to start, you want to start a horror podcast where I'm like, let me talk about this horror movie that Micah's never seen <laughs> and make Micah watch it and be like, hey Micah, how'd you feel about that? And be like, oh you know, my god, dude, know, that was this, fucked.
1: Here's, here's what we'll do, Sebastian. If this podcast takes off and we get an average of at least 100 weekly listeners, okay, we'll put this on the record. Oh, yeah, I will. I will start making a second episode with you, a
2: shorter episode every week. No, it it would be like a side
0: thing. It definitely yeah. wouldn't be. Maybe there. not. Well, not, we can post it on the main channel. It'll just be named be, like it, sideshow. Blah blah. Yeah, it'll blah. be
1: it'll be you know, Micah, Micah and Sebastian's horror show, or something like that. Uh, and it'll be like, you know, 30-minute episodes or something like that. We'll, we'll just do a brief analysis it'll, in 30 to 45 minutes.
2: It, it honestly, what I think the funniest concept is me thinking of a really fucked-up horror movie that I've seen and then just, like, making you watch it and being like, <laughs> how'd you feel about that, Micah? And you being like, dude, why? And me being like, because I personally find it fucking amazing. And you being over there like... I haven't slept uh, for a week. With
1: that. I've literally, I have never since I was like twelve been scared.
2: How do you feel about snuff films, bud?
1: Snuff film? No, I've, I've never watched a snuff film intentionally, to my knowledge. I'm trying to think if I've even done it unintentionally.
2: You know what snuff films are, right?
1: Yeah, it, it's well. How how are you defining a snuff film? because my, my understanding is it's like uh, it's straight up you're just uh you know torturing or killing a dude it's a
2: straight it's a straight up video of someone murdering yeah, another person
1: so, you know I've, i yeah like i said i never intentionally sought those things out i wouldn't classify that as horror either though
2: i got three movies this will be part no, one of our four series. Right no, we're not doing In the middle of an episode. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. I don't mean like right Someone now. I mean like I already got like, like I got I got three movies in mind. But anyway, Charles Play, Child's Play 3. three. Okay,
1: so here's here's what was your question for me about? You were asking what I liked about it. You you had a prompt though. What was What was the
2: prompt? Yeah, no, um. The whole oh, military setting. Yeah. So, how did you feel about so that? I
1: thought it was kind of interesting. Um it felt like okay, so you know how I was saying the first two films felt like a critique of capitalism, right? Um Yeah. This this felt like it was trying to be a critique of the military, but uh it wasn't as well fleshed out as the first two films were, which makes sense if what you said is true. And they only, he only had like eight months to write it. That that makes sense. He
2: oh, eight eight months yeah. to write it. Nobody they they had eight months to make the oh, entire sure. yep. movie, well, meaning writing, casting, filming, post production. Eight months from start. To finish oh, two finish two theaters.
1: That's probably on. That's probably the best film I've ever seen. That's on that schedule. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest for for the for the length of the film. It's like it's it's. it's they didn't have
2: they, they didn't have any time like at yeah. all to do it,
1: shit. night. I like. Here's what I liked about it. It deviated from the plot of the previous two films. Because the previous two films, it always felt like, you know, there were three central characters. You had Andy, you had Chucky, and you had the older female protagonist. Yes, Kyle Kyle. in the second one, Hmm. his mother in the first one. Um,
2: Oh, and.
1: Then in this one, like I said, this was the thing I liked about it. It brought in, like, a wider selection of characters. It also...
2: It had Chucky chasing that uh, Yeah, it also changed... That little African-American kid. It, so
1: it was like, oh, yeah, you know, now Chucky's not going after Andy anymore. He's going after this little kid who's at the same school because, you know, it... Honestly, would have felt super redundant if he was going after Andy again. I feel like that plot point would have gotten stale doing that three movies in a row, um, and so I appreciated that. Um, let's see. I I did find the it does have it does have a cornier feel because it's not as the the setting isn't as fleshed out it just feels like um well like i said i've never seen the friday the 13th movies but like when i read the titles of the friday the 13th movies it seems like uh the same thing that happens in the later films where they're just like hmm we're going to put like Jason in a really weird setting and just like imagine what he would do. That's kind of what they felt like they did with Chucky in the third one, where it's like oh, we need an idea. What if Chucky was at a boarding school? What would he what would we oh, do with no. that? <laughs> and so and so <laughs> he like does some things like uh, he you know, when they're doing a war game, he switches out one of the teams uh ammunition with live ammunition so they actually end up killing one of the kids um you know chucky throws a grenade at one point um it's like uh it's it's kind of screwed up all in uh in total there's this one scene actually that uh was kind of interesting where um Basically, in the beginning of the show, you or the beginning of the film, you get introduced to a um, the the barber who cuts all of the students' hair like on a weekly basis uh, because they need to keep you know military cuts. And uh, hmm. <laughs> he uh, he's uh, well, this was actually something interesting. Before I get to that scene. One scene, he's walking through the mess hall and he's like grabbing all the boys' hair and like yanking on it. He's like, "Oh, see me this Wednesday, or you know, see me see me by Saturday, or something like that." Um, and, and and then he's walking up to uh, Andy, and Andy is sitting next to the female protagonist of this particular movie, and the girls just like. Because they don't have to follow the same regulations. So she's just like bobbing her head back and forth as he's walking up, like pushing her hair (laughs) to the side. Like, you can't do anything to me. (laughs) And and he just looks kind of annoyed. Which (laughs) which is one of the things I really appreciate about these films is uh, there's a lot of, you know, subtle things like that where the actors are just doing stuff and attention isn't necessarily drawn to it um you know these these uh characters seem like they're real people in the sense that not everything that they do is specifically designed to serve the plot um you know it feels like a lot of writers will write a script in such a way that it's like uh Alright, we're only going to show irrelevant things, so if we show something on screen, it has to become relevant later. Or, you know, it has to be a joke or something like that. It has to serve the story in some way. And I get the sense from Don Mancini that that's not how he writes. He'll just include things in scenes that are very intentionally put in there, but, and they're very obvious too. Like, I feel like, you know, they're not, like, background things. Like, you're not going to miss it if you're paying attention. But it's also just serves to kind of humanize the characters and make them feel more real, which is why you, I think you get a little bit more uh, freaked out for them when they're uh, in danger. But um, in the next scene, when that, you know, one of the kids shows up to... Uh, The barber, and uh, he's, you know, going to get his haircut. Uh, He leaves.
2: Oh my god! By this creepy fucking barber. The
1: kid leaves, and then the barber's looking down at his shelves, and he finds Chucky in one of the shelves. And you know, Chucky's just playing playing doll, and he's you know rag dolling, okay. And the barber's like that's not a regulation cut uh soldier. And... He...
2: So this creepy fucking barber actually goes to cut fucking Chucky's yeah. doll hair. And then,
1: as he does that, like, Chucky grabs a razor blade that's just hanging on the side and, like, slits his throat. And Sebastian probably remembers the one-liner he says at that point. But I don't.
2: Oh, no. Doesn't he say like nice cut Jack or something like that? Something
1: like that. Um, and then it...
2: he says something yeah. fucking stupid, man. <laughs> it's really dumb. And then
1: he's just he's just standing there, and uh, one of the other kids comes, was walking down the stairs to get his haircut, and he just sees Chucky standing there, and he's like, he freaks out. He's just like,
3: ah, he's like,
2: oh no. Oh, no. Chucky literally looks at this kid. And I'm not even joking. Turns in quotes, you didn't see shit. <laughs> and this kid turns and like freaks the fuck yeah, and out. Hey, <laughs> you know? And
1: and this kid, uh, Andy, had told this kid about Chucky before, and he didn't believe him. And
2: yeah, and that kid was like, yeah, no, you're and you're he's crazy, you're a liar. You
1: know, for the next you know like fifteen minutes of the film. He's with Andy and Andy's like, you saw something, didn't you? And he's like, Oh, no, I didn't see anything. <laughs> he's like so freaked out. Oh my goodness. Yeah.
0: He's...
2: I didn't see shit, bro. I didn't see Chucky do a damn thing.
0: Oh my I need gosh. to watch all the movies, Loki. Mm-hmm. Now that you guys are talking about all of them, I'm like, damn. Mm-hmm. These sound really freaking Dude. good. I've just never had the time to watch them yeah. all.
1: Sebastian it sounded like you were you were microwaving something at the time I don't know if you you still had your headset in
0: which is hysterical because literally I had my wireless headset on and I was doing the exact same thing (laughs) you
3: just you
1: guys just oh my god we're both hungry fucks just I I I heard Sebastian was away and I'm like all right (laughs) I gotta keep monologuing so we don't get some dead air. But I was like completely <laughs> without a safety there. If I had just stopped talking, we would have had silence.
0: <laughs> that would be perfect timing, and, okay.
1: okay, here we go. This is why I'm the talent and I get paid the most. <laughs> <laughs> oh my and
2: god.
0: And Sebastian and I are both just Hungry as shit. All the drums.
1: Sebastian's got the munchies.
0: (laughs) I haven't even done anything and I've got the munchies. What is this?
1: Well, Dom, you also have like 0% body fat, so like, as soon as you run out of stuff in your stomach to digest, you get hungry again. It's like food. I need (laughs)
0: food now. Right now. You're gonna starve.
1: Yes, you have 0% body fat and the metabolism of a jackrabbit.
0: I'll do that yeah, no joke. I literally heated up probably half a pound of pasta, just, <laughs> and it's going to be gone within the next 20-30 minutes. Dang. Oh my goodness. And I'm infinitely hungry. <laughs> but
1: yeah, dude, these are some, these are some honestly, like I don't really like the, I, I wouldn't say well, no. I wouldn't say I love these films. They're not really my type of films. Like, yeah. they're not... Um, but they are great pieces of art, yeah. I would say. Even the third one. Oh. Which is, a, as Fashion said, is a bit rushed. Uh, yeah, It's still, like, you know, that thing, with the hair, it's still, you know, you can tell the direction on it was um, still kind of, like,
3: talented. Is...
1: Which I yeah. think the third yeah. one... And is Sebastian back because he'll correct me if I'm wrong. It might be uh it might be Bride of Chucky and not the third one. But I think the third one is the first one that Don Mancini actually directed as well as wrote. Gotcha. Is that is that correct, Sebastian?
0: I think he is working on talking to his lady about getting the laundry.
1: Ah, okay, gotcha.
0: Which makes sense. It's about that time, anyway. Yeah. But yeah, I really, I really need to catch up on my horror movies because the most horror movies I've seen, I've seen like the remake of Ring. Mm-hmm. I've seen. I I wouldn't classify them as horror, but more uh, thriller. Like thriller. Yeah, like, The Purge, I would classify as Dollar. Yeah. yeah, I'd say the same. Um, I've seen the first Chucky. The first, quote, unquote, I don't classify as horror, but my parents did when I asked to see my first horror movie when I was, like, 12. They're like, yeah, okay. And we watch Gremlins. I'm like, this movie is just stupid. It's not scary whatsoever. I don't know why. You showed this to us. I haven't, so. I
1: haven't seen Gremlins,
0: actually. It is so I, I scary. Think, it's ridiculous. Fuck you.
2: The first Gremlins is scary what as what hell. From what I've heard, okay, it's I would, not to me. So. i
0: would classified as
1: like, children's horror. Yeah. Like, your right mom is horror. a children's horror.
0: No, God. The comebacks today are on fire. I, yeah. <laughs>
1: I, that's, that's actually an interesting one interesting genre is uh children's horror because like you know Mm -hmm. it's stuff it's stuff that's meant to be scary but it's also not uh not actually that scary when you look back on it as an adult yeah um
0: i've seen a ton of the horror movie genre whether they be very scary or not scary at all on a uh, youtube mm-hmm. that's what i used to do at my old job because they had all movie sites blocked mm-hmm. but youtube was unblocked so i'm like you know what i've caught up on all my uh, subscriptions so i'm going to start binge watching movies and that was the genre i picked because yeah. i'm like i work in shift Screw it. I'm just gonna vibe (laughs) to a horror movie. Mm -hmm. Some were really good. Like, there was this one, it was like a group of teenagers, and they go into this abandoned building of sorts. And this one kid is filming all of it. Mm -hmm. And at the end, um, he becomes uh, like possessed and murders his girlfriend was this a film or With a youtube the camera series? it was a okay. film it was a film gotcha. but it was on youtube it's one of the free youtube video gotcha. uh movies gotcha. okay. it's like an hour and 45 minutes long interesting but that's a movie bro it's not a youtube no, video it, it was on youtube though they have U- youtube but, has a yeah, collection oh, okay. of free films yeah yeah and some of them are like triple a um not triple a but you know what i mean high budget films and a bunch of them are like yeah. um yeah, paranormal activity style where it's lower budget Bad footage, but style. yeah yeah and that's what this movie was it was this kid wanted to create a horror show for his college i believe i may be wrong on that
1: are you sure are you sure you weren't watching marble hornets
0: uh i'm pretty sure i did not drink at work so i'm I'm pretty okay. sure because <laughs> <laughs> this is, sounds like
1: the introduction to marble hornets
0: no like he uh went to this haunted place with a bunch of his friends it may have been an old abandoned insane asylum and they're like witnessing all this paranormal shit Interesting. and yeah at the end he becomes possessed he's like i'm gonna make the perfect horror film and he murders the last survivor which is his girlfriend at the time with the camera so like it's showing from the camera's perspective and from a third person perspective Him's oh bashing. you're talking
2: about grave encounters too is it yeah it's called grave no. encounters hmm. there's a, there's the first movie and the, the second one you're talking about is it's, it's grave encounters too. okay
0: i i can't remember i'll I'll look through my youtube history it may have been a spinoff like a ripoff of grave encounters too
1: so because
0: i have never heard of it mm-hmm. before
1: someone start a uh GoFundMe page for uh our, our own personal horror film if we uh raise uh twenty thousand dollars we'll make y'all a uh super low budget 30 minute horror film
0: as long as no but none <laughs> of you <laughs> oh my
2: god if you deadass want to do that Hi, Fund Me. My name's Sebastian. I literally have already written a script for about a 45-minute short horror movie that I have literally already told Dom about. True that?
0: True that? Yeah, as long as neither of you murder me with the camera, I'm chill with it.
1: You know what my favorite horror film is of all time? Hmm. Uh, what is it? I have to remember its name now.
0: Trolls. Star Wars Episode Three. Trolls. <laughs> trolls.
2: <laughs> the first one or no, the no, second no, 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 no.
1: one? No, 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 not not. Oh wait, is it trolls no, true Is it t- trolls too No, not troll, not troll. Trolls.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Never heard of it, Loki. It's <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's it's a, it's a stupid film. It's not even. It is. It's no. it's, it's, a, it's one of those so bad it's good films.
2: Hmm. Shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Trolls too. Um, uh, is that the one where he's just like, "Oh my yes. God!" Yes, the there's a lot of yeah. there's a lot of things I... from that. <laughs> yeah, dude. I I love I love trolls and trolls too. Those movies are fucking hilarious. Uh, yeah.
0: Another one that really stuck out to me was um, it was a movie how. A bunch of like friends get together, and they're a bunch of like couples and whatnot. And they go to this cabin in the middle of nowhere. And as time goes on, they realize something's wrong. Mm-hmm. And they're like, there's no animals here, and we're in the middle of nowhere. There should be wildlife.
1: And they don't know each other very well, and then an extra person shows up
0: no no like they're they're close friends all of them are um and they all die off one by one when like hey i've got to go to the bathroom okay and then you just hear a scream and you walk in and they've got like a stab wound or whatever and then it eventually gets to the point they're all going crazy because they're like who's killing these people we've all been here But it turns out to be this super paranormal shit where, whenever you lose any sort of contact with the person, Mm -hmm. they die. So, at the end, there's like three of them. And they've called the cops like three times. Mm -hmm. And the last two people blink (laughs) at the same time. And one of them dies. And the other one sprints out. And there's cops and she's like, "Oh my god. What happened to you guys? Where were you? where have you been for so long? We've been waiting." And they're like, "It's okay, ma'am. We'll take care of you. We'll go figure out what happens." They climb out, climb into the cop car. She's put in the back. I think it's a girl who's put in the back, and maybe a dude. They're put in the back of the cop car. Probably a dude. And she's just sitting there like, "Oh, thank god this is over." And she like closes her eyes and looks down then everything goes silent and she looks up and everybody's gone like they've all disappeared and she's the only one there Dang. and then the movie just cuts right then and there like you never know what happens it's just everybody that it loses contact with her apparently or him mm-hmm. um they just disappear Interesting. and she flips her shit and then the movie ends like credits roll mm-hmm. and you're like wait interesting it was a good movie because the whole time you're on the edge of your seat like okay how is this happening a who's taking them or b what is taking them how is this happening and then at the end you're like oh all the cops are there there's no way that this that she's in a huge crowd of cops and um like medical personnel and all of that you're like okay we're chilling and then she closes her eyes and opens them and everybody's gone it's like oh shit it was her but she doesn't realize it
1: nah the the movie I was thinking about when you st- talked about you know well it's not a movie actually it's just a horror story that I was thinking about uh, when you talked about people going out into the woods was uh there's, there's a creepy creepypasta called hmm. the goat man okay
0: oh yes yeah. yes yes yes
1: this this story is it's kind of it's one of those classic creepypastas basically okay. a bunch of loose friends go out in the woods like none of them like a few of them are good friends but most of them don't know each other super well and they go out in yeah. the woods to you know chill out at this cabin and uh they realize after a while that there's an extra person with them. Oh shit! Yeah, and uh, as time goes on,
2: how do you fucking realize that there's an extra person with you? You fucking retarded! Did you guys not take a goddamn head
1: count? <laughs> they did take a head count. That's how they knew there was an extra person because they took a head count again.
2: Then how do you not realize there's an extra? Person? Like, hey, who's this guy? Well, okay. Sebastian? Well, no.
0: Low key, I've been in a group of people before, like, like yeah. I said, loose friends, and somebody will just join up, like, oh, I kind of know this person, yeah. and nobody notices them till like 20 minutes later. He's like, oh, wait, who's this? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think what. I... Alright,
3: I'll do yeah. that. That's okay. fair.
1: Yeah, so, and then, you know, people start dying. Oh, yeah. shit. I think what what ends up what causes them actually to notice it is like I said they take a head count before they go into the woods, uh, and then they, uh, they get to the cabin, and then one of the one of the people is like, "Hey, my friend is missing," and so they take a head count again, and they realize they have the same number of people meeting before the friend went missing. They would had an extra person. Oh okay. yeah. So it turns out they're getting, uh, they're getting slowly taken out by this, uh, this, this creature called the Goat Man. Which hmm. here's here's where it gets super super freaky. The Goat Man can shapeshift.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, so he'll you know take out one person, but then he'll shapeshift and then take. Take their form or the form of someone who had previously gone missing, so they're like, hmm. "Oh, dude, we don't know who we can trust and who we can't."
0: <laughs> yeah, that's wild. That's like a mind bender type film. Yeah, which I, love. I mean, and
1: it's not a film either, though. It's just, it's oh. just a story. I wish it was a film. Okay. I want it to be a film, oh. but it's not.
0: I love creepy so much. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, dude, I was I I love, love a good creepy pasta. There's a lot of there's mm-hmm. a lot of bad horror in the creepy pasta community, but yeah. uh, you know when you find a good story, you know a lot of them it's are like,
0: really oh, cool. This one, mm-hmm. this one was really memorable. That was sick.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Yeah, like the uh, tales from the gas station ones. Yeah,
1: although I wouldn't uh. necessarily even consider those creepy pastas. Um, yeah. Because,
0: that's just a good storytelling. Yeah, yeah, they're not
1: really because I mean, for creepy po- for it to be a creepy pasta in my mind, one it has to be something that's uh, ex one that something that's published for the internet, and yeah. also something that's uh, you know, well, creepy. It follows the creepy vibe, not necessarily like you wouldn't have a slasher story be considered a creepy pasta. Um, yeah. And I don't really think Tales from the Gas Station is either of those. At least not most of them. Like, some of them were originally yeah. published for the internet, but a lot of them were published in an audiobook format originally.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, And it's not really... Most of it isn't necessarily creepy, either. Although...
0: It's just abnormal. Yeah,
1: although it, Yeah, I'd call it... In fact, I'd put that in the same vein as Chucky, actually. Like... <laughs>
0: Like surreal type
1: surreal black comedy horror yeah like if yeah. you enjoy if you enjoy Chucky you'll probably enjoy Tales from the Gas Station um it's yeah. a different yeah. kind mm-hmm. of humor it's more witty yeah. humor and less raunchy humor um mm-hmm. like yeah it's Chuck well I yeah I kind of. If I, I I misspoke earlier. Child's play is more black humor. Uh Tales from the Gas Station is dark humor. The the joke in Child's Play is that, you know, oh yeah, this person died. The uh joke in Tales from the Gas Station usually is we're making light of the possibility of death. Uh Yeah. So yeah. That's one of my one of my favorite, you know, series of all time that would, you know, in the horror genre is uh, Tales from the Gas Station by Jack Townsend, I believe is the author.
2: I was about to say, I've never even heard of Tales from the Gas Station. Check so it, it out. You can. Like
1: there's the audiobook on Audible. Again, hashtag not sponsored by All Audible. But we're open to it. <laughs> um, and also, a lot of it you can... Uh, you can listen to on Mr. Creepypasta's YouTube channel. Uh, because yes,
0: or Spotify.
1: Um, because Mr. Creepypasta was also the narrator for the audiobook. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, bet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I listened to all his stuff on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, that was my go-to while I was at work for the longest time. It still is, but I'm caught up now. Oh, so.
1: Although, I don't know if you can get the... The first tales from the gas station stuff on Spotify, because oh, because I don't think he was.
0: I'm pretty sure he because can't. I don't
1: think he was doing his podcast when that came out. I think he was just doing YouTube when the first the first arc well, of that story came out.
0: I may be incorrect, so forgive me if I am, mm-hmm. but I believe he just ripped the audio from that YouTube storytelling yes. and put on Spotify. Yes, he...
1: Did but I think I don't think he published his entire backlog of YouTube when he started doing the podcast because he had been because gotcha. he had been doing YouTube for like ten years but well no wait he just had his ten year anniversary he'd been doing YouTube for like seven or eight years by the time he started doing the podcast I think the podcast is only like two years old gotcha uh, gotcha, gotcha yeah. But I remember yeah I remember the first time I listened to like you know the first story of tales for the gas station I was you know expecting a typical horror story and it turns into this weird surreal comedy about like this demigod tree person that lives underneath the gas station <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like it just turns into a straight-up comedy where this guy is like, arguing oh, with a demigod <laughs> I
0: have no idea what the fuck you two are talking about <laughs> it's it's gold look it up tales from the gas station yeah. mr kp pasta i've tried it is glorious. i've
1: tried to find that one again i can't find that particular story in his back catalog because there's so much there's like I'm pretty sure there's over, he has over a hundred hours of just Tales from the Gas Station audio.
0: Oh yeah, it is it is extensive, like, for sure. Like, he
1: publishes, like, a collection, like, the a full uh, collection of the stories every time he finishes an arc in it, and um, there's, like, they're each, like, five hours long. <laughs> so, like, and he's done several arcs. I like the one he recently did. I think it's his most recent tales from the gas station entry, um, which Dominic, we're, I don't know if you've listened to this, so I don't want to spoil it if you haven't, or Sebastian, I know you haven't, so I don't want to spoil it. But uh, they get like s- they go on a road trip. Um, him and yeah. him and uh, Marlboro go on a road trip, and uh, they get stuck on the side of the road and basically enter this house where this weird, uh, you know, role play mystery game is going on and they get stuck in it. And then some, it turns out some supernatural stuff is happening there, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's pretty, it's pretty interesting. It kind of turns into like a groundhog's day scenario. (laughs) With it.
0: True that. True
1: that. But, uh, I've heard it. Yeah. It's gold. It, it's it's freaking hilarious. Especially with what's what's the kid's name that's there, like Timothy or something like that. <laughs> and, and it's like, like <laughs> I remember at one point, what's marlboro's actual name? I can't remember. He hasn't gone by that in like oh five, 50 episodes, like since the very beginning. But for the life of me, I can't remember his real name
0: i can't uh, i literally listened to it thursday and i can't remember but anyway
1: like i remember one episode when they when they loop back they just start off with marlboro literally just like shooting the kid they're like nope not doing that again oh my goodness that entire entire arc is freaking hilarious and you can't it's the worst because you can't like i feel like that's the best arc so far you can't just jump in there though because if you don't know the context of the rest of the story and jack's medical conditions it doesn't make any sense
0: <laughs> yeah I was to wait a minute. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah dude that's probably my favorite part and the most horrific part of tales from the gas station So Sebastian, this might get you this might get you interested in it. Um, In the beginning, Jack introduces himself as pretty much this gas station, overnight gas station employee who has a medical condition where he literally just can't sleep. He can't fall asleep at all. Um, Yeah, and that's kind of the diagnosis he's gotten from his doctors. He's like, yeah, you know, you'll probably die in like two years or so. Um. until then you're just gonna like you know have a bunch of major medical problems and including like hallucinations and stuff and so
0: yeah
3: and
1: so that's the th- that's the thing like as it as you go through as he continues telling the story he uh, he can't you realize he's having a harder time telling the difference between his delusions and stuff that's actually happening. So like it's made very clear that there's some supernatural stuff happening at this gas station he works at. And he knows it. Mm -hmm. But as the story goes on, you as the listener begin to realize it's like, oh, Jack is an unreliable narrator. I don't know for sure what of this shit is actually happening. And what is like just happening in his head it's and there's sometimes where it's like really hard to tell um and it's hard to tell because you forget that he has this condition sometimes because of because yeah. of the humor and then it's like you'll finish an episode and you're like wow that whole thing was really creepy and really surreal and then it, you remember he has this you know ho- hallucination medical condition and he's like oh wait how much of that was actually real was any of did any of that episode actually happen (laughs) it's yeah dude it's creepy
0: yeah because like secondary narrators will come in and you'll be like okay so i know jack's not reliable Mm -hmm. but are they reliable Mm -hmm. because they're saying some of the same stuff but not all of it's mm. the same, so is any of this true, or are they all just cracking?
1: Or are they hallucinations that Jack is having? <laughs> that's the other thing. Yeah. Is this person even real?
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I, that's the one episode, it like, completely fakes you out, dude. I remember, what it's like the star of a new arc, and mm-hmm. uh, it's like uh, it starts It starts off, it's like you get the feeling that it sets up like a time skip idea. Um, basically, Jack, you know, he starts by waking up and he hears a crying from his room, his daughter's room, okay. And you know, like, he doesn't have a daughter. He's never brought her up. Uh, and he's like, alright, I'm gonna go to the, uh, check on my daughter and see what's happening. And his daughter says... Dad, there's a monster in the closet. And, you, mm-hmm. know, you know, he makes light of it, like, as a narrator. He's like, you know, well, you know, I know, I've experienced monsters. I know monsters are real, so I'm going <laughs> to, you know, come in here prepared. And then I he opens, he, he eventually, you know, after a little bit of hesitation, opens the closet. And his daughter is in the closet. And... His daughter's like, Dad, help. There's a monster in my bed.
0: (laughs) Like, hold up. Hold up, wait.
1: And he turns around and he sees this freaking monster that was where his daughter was when he walked in. And then he's like, wait a minute. I just woke up. I don't sleep. This isn't real. (laughs) And you're like,
2: oh my goodness.
1: (laughs) Um and then he shoots his daughter i think <laughs>
2: but... oh my god
1: <laughs> because he doesn't actually fu- have a daughter that's the thing it's a, it's a, it's it's either he's like it's either a hallucination or there's something trying to kill me so um <laughs> yeah fair very it's 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 a very interesting series <laughs> you should it really is. definitely definitely look it up listen to it tonight <laughs>
2: Alright, so, uh, we're winning, we in this, boys. We're at, uh, an hour and thirty-three. Yeah, 30. I
0: don't have a proper time because my OBS crashed, so I restarted my recording, so I lost probably thirty, forty-five seconds. It saved, but okay. I was like, "Oh shit.
1: Yeah, I'm sitting at two hours and seventeen minutes.
0: Okay. Well, I have
2: about closer to that, but I have oh, two okay. files.
1: Gotcha, yeah.
2: Why do you have two files? I don't know what the fuck <laughs> happened. Oh, no, um, it stopped recording at one... Oh, Oh no, my if computer, computer shut, down, shut down.
0: Uh, wow, we're having all sorts of issues yeah. today. That's gonna be fun editing. <laughs>
2: um, yeah, I'm gonna send. I'm gonna have two audio so files. So, what me. I
0: need you to do is when you're naming them, put part one. And part two. Mm-hmm. So then I can differentiate them. No problem. That'll make it a lot easier. Mm-hmm. I'll let put cactus one, cactus There two. you
1: go. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, this has been a fun night. Does anyone else have anything on the itinerary for tonight? I
0: don't um, think so. Not personal. No. Oh, that was
1: <sighs> Alright. Well, I just finished my drink, so
0: perfect time and um i got
2: about a half a shot here shot today.
1: shot 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 I'm shot shot shot, ah, right. shot, <laughs> shot all right
2: shot, all right, shot, all, right. Shot. all right you're on the podcast you're doing a podcast give me one second mm, let me grab a coke
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can't no especially you can't just chant coke
3: Exactly.
2: (laughs) Which one am I talking about, though?
0: (laughs) Great question. We
1: know you're talking about cocaine, Sebastian.
2: You got me fucked up. I got two kids. You honestly think I would do cocaine? I mean... in Shot and
1: snort right now. Shot and snort.
2: I plead the fifth. It's this this is, is a podcast, not a
1: court of law. You don't need to plead anything.
2: <laughs> I grew up yeah, I do.
1: Oh my goodness. I've been watching on YouTube a bunch of oh uh, this this I don't know, Dom might get offended by this. We all know we all know oh, okay. we all know about shotguns political sentiments. So I'm, oh, so, I'm
0: so so easily offended. Sorry, by sorry if this I you I was looking
1: up uh sovereign citizen videos <laughs> <laughs> for sovereign citizens for those you don't know who don't know well Dom these are your people Would you, <laughs>
0: you like to oh, explain yeah. 10 out of 10 total. JK
1: JK shotgun is not a sovereign citizen he is in <laughs> fact a uh, property of the US government <laughs> uh, but,
0: also true but um,
1: sovereign citizens are people who kind of believe that uh the law doesn't apply to them because they never agreed to have the law applied to them and they have some Uh, weird legal arguments that they give about it they're all pretty much it's not an
0: entire book
1: yeah it's it's all pretty much illegitimate but a lot of it comes down to it's like oh well you know I am a citizen of such and such a state. I'm not a, or I'm not a citizen of the federal government, or sometimes vice versa. Um, I'm a U.S. citizen and not a citizen of the state. It changes depending on what court they're appearing in. <laughs> um,
2: but as to say, it changes depending on you know yeah, how but you the, but they're. But day. the
1: main thing you see coming up with them is, uh, they don't have driver's license and they get pulled over and charged with driving without a license, and they're pretty much like, I don't need a license to drive. This is, driving is a right, yeah. and you're violating my right to travel. Um, and that's a lot of times what they'll tell police officers that pull them over. They're like, oh, well I'm traveling, I'm not driving. And it's like, dude, you're sitting in a car. It's like,
0: It's like, yes, that is your vehicle, but this is our road. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, dude, I was... Well, actually, no, 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 it's, it's the opposite, actually, legally speaking, From um, a legal issue. You, can, you are legally allowed to, you have a right to travel on U.S. highways. That cannot be uh, infringed upon. You cannot be prevented from traveling on U.S. highways legally. However, yeah. you have to have a legal means of travel to use them. So the law basically says we can't stop anyone from traveling on the highways as long as they're, you know, we can't discriminate. Um, However, you need a license to drive. (laughs) And that's what they refuse to acknowledge. But anyway, I was watching a a court video of one of these sovereign citizens and uh, he'd gotten, you know... This is his like third court appearance for driving without a, out a license, and it, this uh this court meeting is happening over Zoom because you know, twenty twenty, and uh, he <laughs> the, the judge is like, now this is the third time we've done this. If uh if it happens again, if you get caught driving in my county with a suspended license, I'm gonna you know put you up on in jail with uh, the highest possible bail so don't don't be driving through my county again and he's like, <laughs> the guy's like I'm not, I wasn't driving I was traveling and the judge looks at him
3: oh, the giant judge
1: looks at him and he's like, you're sitting in the driver's seat of your car right now on this zoom call <laughs> i'm like dude how much do you have to fail to show up to your you know sign into zoom for your court appearance for driving without a license and do it from your car (laughs) why would you do this (laughs) Yeah. oh my goodness but yeah it's it's freaking hilarious to watch these people though sometimes it is. It's a fun little YouTube rabbit trail. Just look up homework for the audience. Look up sovereign citizen fails. Um, have yourself a good time. They're you know usually three to fifteen minute videos. Usually self recorded. That's the best part. They're very big on you know protecting their own rights and keeping their own records. So they're usually wearing a body cam and they upload these things to YouTube themselves. And yep. uh, then someone will. You know, snag it and, you know, make a critique of it.
0: <laughs> it's like, um, guys, you just incriminated yourself. Good job. Mm-hmm.
1: It's, it's. I didn't do shit. It's, I didn't do It's shit. freaking <laughs> hilarious. They have this weird thing about, like, not going into the main area of a courtroom. Like, <laughs> like, they, the, you know how, you know, there's the. I forget what the actual proper terminology is. You know how there's the you know the pews that are separated by like a half wall from the actual uh, main area of the courtroom where the judges. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll they'll refuse to actually walk into that main area unless like they're always like I'm not here because I you made me come here because I'm being charged with something. I'm here by special appearance. And they won't go in unless they acknowledge like that, like that gives them some power. It's really weird, <laughs> <laughs> but on that note, uh, that's like that that feels like a good vibe to end the podcast on. What do you guys say I
0: agree, I agree, I'd say so. uh shotgun,
1: you got any uh any comments you wanna you wanna throw in there? You've been quiet. You
0: what? Uh yeah, being a sovereign citizen You've is the way quiet to go. Pretty much the entire podcast, dude. The fu- I mean, I already warned you guys last week. This would be a fairly passive podcast for me since I haven't seen the whole series. All right,
1: that's fair. You that's didn't want to binge it like me.
0: <laughs> I didn't have time. What do you mean? <laughs>
1: you you didn't want it? What's what? Uh, what did we decide her her name was gonna be? <laughs> <laughs> You do not want to. You do not want to binge it with your 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 girlfriend. Didn't think that would be a fun thing, fun way to spend time together this week.
0: <laughs> oh no, it would be fun. I literally had no free time this week aside from last night. <laughs> what,
1: what, what, what did we call her? We were playing Halo the other night. And... Was it just oh, God, was, was it just Dom's it. babes? <laughs>
0: yeah, Dom's girl. Dom's
1: babe. <laughs> It was Dom's, oh, Dom's bebs. Dom's bebs.
0: Dom's bebs. Dom's bebs. <laughs> Shout out to my bebs. Shout
1: out to Dom's bebs.
0: <laughs> She's gonna slap me when she hears this. She's like, "Why'd you say that?"
1: It's a cute pet name. I mean, as, oh, yeah. as cute as, as as cute as it can be when you can't reuse pet names.
3: Yeah.
1: Dom's. Oh my goodness. Shotgun has used all all the classic pet names, so now he has to get creative.
0: <laughs> I mean who hasn't though?
1: I mean that's fair, but
0: also <laughs>
1: most of us are fine reusing babe. Like <laughs> no.
0: Nah, nah, nah. This one's extra He's this one's that, extra special that. to me, so I decided to put more effort in.
1: Gotcha. Y you, you use you use the honorary plural of Bebs.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just a yes. 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 All right. Well, all right. I'm a all right.
1: here, boys. Good night, Sebastian. Good night, That's audience. Right. Have a good evening. Good night. Hope you enjoyed night, your everybody. drinks tonight. We sure did. Absolutely.
2: This has been the Wasted Youth Podcast, and I hope everyone enjoys the rest of the night. Yes, sir. And see.
1: Listening to the Wasted Youths podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. The Wasted Youths is produced by Dominic Sanders and Micah Voorhees. Dominic is also the lead editor of The Wasted Youths. All music featured in the show is composed by Micah Voorhees. If you enjoy our show, we'd really appreciate it if you would subscribe and consider donating through the link in the description to help us make better episodes. If you know someone who might be interested in the topic that we discussed tonight, feel free to send them our way by sharing this episode with them. All that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you have a fantastic evening, and we'll see you next week.